Okay. Oh, that's right. This is on me, isn't it? Yeah, it is on you. <laughs> All right. And with that, I say welcome to Geeks with Kids, your bi-weekly geeky podcast from a parenting point of view. I am your host for this little quick mini episode, Matt Moore. And with me, as always, is the stalwart Eric. Howdy. Hey. Um, so we're getting this one in a little under the wire, but we're going to get it in. <laughs> um, this is our Oscar predictions for 2020. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which is why it's just the two of us, because we're recording this very, very early in the morning. At least by our standards. <laughs> Oddly enough, this isn't super early for me just because, but my yeah. wife let me sleep in because yeah. it's very early for me because I got home from work very, very late and yeah. got up earlier than I normally would to record this because I love our <laughs> listeners. I'm giving you guys that quality content that you yeah, want yeah. so badly. Beep, beep, yeah, beep, yeah. beep, beep. <laughs> <Bum, bum, bum. laughs> this is how you know we're real tired. This will actually be very interesting, listeners, because as we are recording this, we are doing another recording session later this day. We'll see how tired Um, we are for that one. (laughs) But the best part is that we'll know who the winners are, so we might even try to sneak in some live updates on that episode. I was going to say, maybe we'll do a a thing afterwards, right after. Yeah, maybe it depends on how exhausted we are. Yeah, exactly. Um, Depending on where where things are in the ceremony, I might be like, I was right or I was wrong. Let's talk about something else entirely. And then I was wrong. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, that's not why we're here. We are here, my friends, to talk about the Academy Awards, the uh, Mm -hmm. the most prestigious awards ceremony uh, that happens in February. (laughs) Yeah. So the 92nd Academy Awards, we'll dive right on into it. Yeah. Just dive on in. Uh, we're only going with the big ones on this one, listeners. Um, they're the ones that people tend to pay the most attention to. Not that all the technical awards do not deserve the accolades that they always get. But if we were to do this, it would be a several hours worth of episode and we'd be digesting everything. Mm-hmm. And that's exhausting. I don't want to do it. We're too tired. Yeah. So without further ado, we're going to lead off with Best Supporting Actor. Eric, do you want to read out the nominees for Best yep. Supporting Actor? For sure. For I'll just go straight down the list. Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, Al Pacino for The Irishman, Joe Pesci also for The Irishman, and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Whew, this, is a, this is a big, big category. A big category. Um, not that the other ones aren't big. This is the one that, especially when I was looking at it, I was like, it could go to literally any of them and I would be happy. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I'm just going to dive right in. Um, I'm, I'm voting Joe Pesci. For the Irishman, yeah, he was very good. He very good. I, that one. Uh, I I would love for me. I would love Anthony Hopkins to win for the two popes because he made Pope Benedict likable, which is you know, <laughs> which is a testament to his acting ability for yeah. sure. Um, but, but like, yeah, I I, I would love. I think Tom Hanks. He did a beautiful job as. Um, I I think Tom Rogers. Hanks is the likely choice because it's Tom Hanks. Uh, I would love to see Joe Pesci because I would love for Joe Pesci to, to be able to have that turn, have the words Academy Award winner Joe Pesci in mm-hmm. front of his name. Yeah, I would love that too. Yeah. Um, Brad Pitt was all right in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, Al Pacino was, you know, Al Pacino in the Irish. Pacino movie. was great as Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Uh, he was a little, he was a little less Pacino y than he normally is, mm-hmm. uh, but he was still a little Pacino y for my taste. And I mean, if you're going with cinematic portrayals, that role will always be Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson's Hoffa yeah. from the nineties. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I, I'm down with Joe Pesci. I think, I'm, I think he would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it would be random if Anthony Hopkins goes in. I, I, I really enjoyed him in that film. So yeah, it would be very nice. Again, like the, this was the one where it literally, I read this. I'm like, it could go to anyone on that list. 
and I wouldn't be shocked because mm-hmm. they were all phenomenal quality performances. Yeah. All, all right. right. Uh, do you up. want to read the actress in supporting roles? Yep, I will. Uh, next up, we have uh, the best supporting actress or best uh, actress in a supporting role. I don't know how they word the categories anymore. <laughs> uh, the nominees are Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, uh, Margot Robbie for Bombshell, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh for Little Women, and Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Uh, I wonder if you and I are going to pick the same person because I, I picked Laura Dern for Marriage Story. See, I picked Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. Really? I really did. I, I liked her in that movie. She was yeah. very... Um, it was it was a good role. I don't want to say anything yeah. in case people haven't seen the, the movie. I know. Um, but I thought Laura Dern was vicious in Marriage Story. She, she was, was. Yeah, she was so very good. much so. I, again, a lot of it was like, I just, Scarlett Johansson has been working her butt off in the mm-hmm. last decade. Agreed. I think she's, she's earned this one. I'd like to see her get it. Yeah. Um, again, this is another one. Everyone in the category wouldn't surprise me if any of them won. They were all great performances. I, I didn't. I didn't think Margot Rob- Robbie in uh, Bombshell was that great. Her her role didn't yeah. seem that big. I thought it was it was um, all right. It was, like but, it, was a, it was like it was a supporting role. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> it, it, it wasn't memorable for me. Is, is what sure. I mean. Fair um, enough. Like Florence Pugh was really good in Little Women. I never saw Richard Jewell, so I don't Neither know how Kathy Bates. I assume Kathy Bates was Kathy Bates. It's Kathy Bates. So again, exactly. like that's one of those. I I hadn't seen that one, but it's Kathy Bates. Uh, so her name is Harris and shocking. <laughs> Um, exactly but yeah no i'm going i'm i'm all for scar joe for jojo yeah. i i wouldn't be sad if she won no but laura awesome. dern was my pick for that yeah that's fair and like i said i go i'm going for scarlett johansson well it's anyone's bet at this point exactly yes so which next, one do you want to go next um you know let's go let's mix up we'll go animated all right so animated we have uh how to train your dragon the hidden world um by dean Dubois. Bradford Lewis and Bonnie Arnold. Then we have I Lost My Body by Jeremy Clappin and Mark de Pontevis. We have Klaus by Sergio Pablos, Jinko Gota, and Marissa Roman. We have Missing Link by Chris Butler, Ariane, Ariane Sutner, and Travis Knight. And then we have Toy Story 4 by Josh Cooley, Mark Nelson, and Jonas Riviera. Um, at this point, if it's not Toy Story 4, I'll be amazed. I hope it's not Toy Story 4. I like Toy Story 4, but it wasn't the yeah. best. Even It wasn't even the best Toy Story. <laughs> no, that's true. But I mean, they also there's movies that should have been on that list that weren't. So Yeah, where's Frozen? Exactly. <laughs> ah, that, that seems weird. But again, uh, that's, you know, like I was even talking to Jen. She's like, why didn't they nominate Frozen 2? I'm like, because Disney won't put two of its movies up against each other unless it has to. Uh, yeah, that's, I would have picked Frozen 2 over Toy Story 4. I hope Klaus wins. Um, yeah. I love that movie. I never saw I Lost My Body. I saw Missing Link. I thought it was funny. I thought Missing how Link he... was okay. It wasn't great. Um, how to Train Your Dragon was... I didn't see the second one, so the third one didn't have as much Again, and again, as... it's just... It's another entry in that franchise, uh, which has been over, like sweeping everywhere. There's animated series and movies. I can't even keep track of it anymore. <laughs> Not but Cla- sincerely, yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah but Klaus, um beautifully animated, and it was just a heartwarming movie. I, I yeah. loved it. I thought cool. it was great. Yeah, again, it's the. It would be nice if that one won. I'm putting bank on Toy Story four because it's oh, the God. Toy Story franchise and it hits everyone in the feels all the time. Yeah. Also, but and also Keanu. Yeah, that's true. Keanu was awesome. You know what yeah. we didn't put on our list? Um, what the best original song? Did you want to do that? Oh sure, we can. I I wasn't going to, but we can. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's. Mm. I can, I'll, I'll read the nominations for this. Yeah, we'll go on Just the best original song. Because it. we we need some frozen love in here. So best original song <laughs> is Toy Story Four. I can't let you throw yourself away by yeah. Randy Newman. Uh, and then from Rocket Man, I'm gonna love me again mm-hmm. by Elton John, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is from Breakthrough. I'm standing with you. Uh, music by Diane. Someone, Warren. Diane Warren. Oh my God, this is a horrible website. Um, then we have Into the Unknown from Frozen Two, and then we have Stand Up from Harriet. Mm-hmm. I hope Into the Unknown wins. I love that song. Fair enough. Um, for me personally, I'd love to see Stand Up win. Yeah, that was a good uh, song. Only, only uh, it was a great song, and there's that that little hinto controversy behind behind the whole thing, which I, I'm a fan of. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I missed this. Oh, they asked Cynthia Erivo to sing it at the Oscars, and she said absolutely not, because she's already angry about the fact that she feels like she is the, and to use her own words, token nominee Oh, uh, in the category, so she refused to sing the song. Good for her. So I kinda, awesome. I'm kind of digging on that. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I hope it wins, just to help hammer that point home. Yeah. Um, for Into the Unknown, there, um, what's her name is going to sing it? Uh, Adina Menzel, but she's also getting a bunch of um, of um, Elsa's from around the world to sing. That's with awesome. So there are going to be some former Alpha Buzz in that uh, group. Very cool. Which is crazy because obviously cool. they sound like her. And also Cass- probably Cassie Levy as well too. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Hamilton Love. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what, then, what did you want to do next? Um, you know what? Next, let's go into the acting categories. All right. The big so one. With, uh, with Best Actor. We'll lead off with that one. I'll, uh, I'll read the nominees. Yeah. And the nominees for Best Actor are Jonathan Price for The Two Popes, mm-hmm. Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, hmm. uh, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, Yep, and Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Joaquin Phoenix won this. I thought he did a great portrayal. I, um, I wouldn't be surprised either. I don't want him to win it. But I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he did. I would love Adam Driver to win for Marriage Story. And that's who I had for the winner. I want Adam Driver oh, as well, too. He was so good in that movie and was in yeah. uh, Jonathan Price was good in Two Popes. Not absolutely um, yeah. A, a yeah. again. But yeah. those, having him go up against Anthony Hopkins was amazing. Yeah, like watching um, those two chew scenery around each other is like if if you haven't seen the two popes, go on to Netflix, watch it right now. It is a phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. Um, who knew? <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, fair. With, the with conversation those two leads. between those two popes and those two actors playing those two popes, absolutely, I will watch that movie. That's true. Um, but Adam Driver, oh god, yeah. so brutal and just a raw portrayal. Yeah. Well, we we talked about this on my yeah. my film picks, where I'm like, I <laughs> I watched that movie on a whim and I fell in love with it. And again, the man, I I didn't want to ever hear him sing "Being Alive" until I heard him sing "Being Alive." Now I just want to hear him sing more. I know it's just weird. <laughs> I'm sad he wasn't in Trolls now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad he wasn't in Cats. So that worked out (laughs) for everyone. (laughs) So true. (laughs) All right. So I guess we're going to move on to actress in the leading role. Yep. Best actress in a leading role. All right. Cynthia Ervio. Oh, Ervio. Oh, my God. Ervio. Ervio. Cynthia Ervio in Harriet. Scarlett Johansson. Cynthia Ervio. I can't talk. We're very tired. We apologize. (laughs) Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story. Sorcy Ronan in Little Women. Charlize Theron in Bombshell and Renee Zellweger in Judy. Yeah. Oh, this is a hard role. So here's hard the thing. 
nothing would make me giggle more than watching mm-hmm. Scarlett win both actress awards, supporting mm-hmm. and leading. Because this is a, this is one of the this is one of the rare instances where there's an actress that's nominated for both categories in the yeah. same. That would be amazing. It, it won't happen no. ever. It would make me happy. Yeah. Um, that being said, she's not my pick. No, mainly. I thought she did amazing in Marriage Story because everyone thinks talks about Adam Driver. Yeah, she was she was very underrated, and she did a really good job. And again, like everyone talks about Adam Driver, but it's if it's a two hander like that, which it really was, aside from a few other roles, he can't be. He, he's only as phenomenal as his co star because she mm-hmm. still had to feed him all the material to go with. Yeah, who would you pick? My pick for that movie for the best actress is Cynthia mm-hmm. Erivo. She was so good in Harriet. She was. So is Renee um, Zellweger and Judy, though. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be sad if either of those two won. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and again, Cynthia, I wanted to, I would love her to win, especially given the controversy around that movie. Yeah, uh, which everyone's far more familiar with the with the actress controversy than the song controversy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And it kind of really overshadowed her performance because she had to deal with the nonsense about they wanted to cast Julia Roberts in this role. Oh yeah, that yeah, was, yeah I about that. that was the big the big thing over the summer was everyone going on about that, and you know they kept talking about that. No one actually talked about who was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to see her win. I think she deserves it. Yeah, that was a powerful role. Uh, yeah. That movie was very good. Yes, very good. absolutely. All right. All right. On to the cinematography director, director or best picture. Uh, let's go cinematography. All right. Let's pull that up really quick. Yeah. There it is. I can cut this up. Yeah. There we go. So, did you want to read it or do you want me to? Yeah, I'll read the nominees. The nominees right. for Best Cinematography are Robert Richardson, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. Rodrigo Prieto in The Irishman, mm-hmm. Roger Deakins for 1917. Yep. And I'm going to screw up his name, but I'm going to try Jaron Blaschke for The Lighthouse. I think he did a good job saying that. Yeah. <laughs> and Lawrence Scherer for The Joker. Now, before we go into this, it's, it is a shame that Parasite did not show up in this because that movie was so beautifully shot. It's true. And it, yeah, it, it at least needed the nod. If it, yeah. yeah. Par- well, Parasite's in a very unique situation. And we'll talk about this when we get to the best picture setup is that mm-hmm. it, it falls in a unique category because it's nominated for best foreign language film as well as best picture. Yep. Yeah. Usually movies that are nominated for best foreign language. Don't get any other recognition in the awards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Aside from the, the odd time where it also gets bumped into best picture category with like this instance. So again, yeah. I, it's unfortunate that that's the case. I've just, that's always the trend with Hollywood is that you have a phenomenal foreign language film doesn't mm-hmm. get any kind of acknowledgement in the awards other yeah. than the best pictures. Yeah. So who would you pick in cinematography? Um, for me, um, again, knowing who it'll probably go to is inconsequential. Who I want it to be is, again, I'm going to mispronounce his name, Jaron Blackshee for The Lighthouse. Yeah, yeah, that movie was... Because, like I said, if, they don't, if they're not putting Parasite on that list, that movie is the next best, is the yeah. next best, because it was shot beautifully. It was. Um, I feel like 1917 is going to win Roger Deakins. That's why I said that's what are very likely who it's yeah. going to go to. Who yeah. it should go to is the lighthouse. It'll likely 1917 because of yeah. all the camera trickery that they did. Yeah, that was it was incredible. But yeah, I which again and again, I'm not discounting his his 
performance in that because some of those like i say some of those shots but the shot in that movie yeah <laughs> was amazing yeah but again, oh. like when, you, when you talk about the 1917 for those that haven't seen it it's basically presented as if it's one long continuous shot um, so the fact that and it's not I mean, they've said it wasn't one a, a single take but it's presented as if it's a single take yeah so the, that end of itself is a testament to the cinematography and the editing so the lighthouse though did some incredible things with the cinematography build tension and like all, yeah. there were so many emotions in the cinematography and especially is, when you're talking about a movie that is a very dark film, both material wise and just lighting wise mm-hmm. and shot in black and white, which is notoriously tricky to try to work with dark uh, exactly. lighting. So technically either 1917 or the lighthouse were the two big ones for me. Oh uh, yeah. The other people like once upon a time in Hollywood, eh, I didn't think it was anything special. Was Irishman a, was, was all a, right. A, Irishman was a great film yeah. and uh, Prieto's worked with Scorsese a lot. Yeah. Um, so they're like, they're, they're a team. He shoots Scorsese stuff. Great. Uh, Richardson, again, he, he shot the movie like, a like, like any Tarantino, Tarantino film. film. Yeah. So it, 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 the aesthetic matches. Cool. Lawrence share for Joker. You know, it, it was, it was good. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it, it, yeah. it didn't look, it didn't look like a DC film. So that made it. That you know, in of itself. <laughs> Although DC starting to up their cinema game. It's true. I'm going to go those. see, uh, Harley on Tuesday, he'll, I think. You'll like it. Yeah, yeah, you saw it. I, was, good. I did. Nice. Um, they, we'll talk about it on Tuesday. There, there's a big running joke in it that you'll appreciate. Oh, good, good. I love that. I love the DC stuff for that. It, it's it's a DC it's a DC character nod that becomes a big running joke, which I'm a big fan of. Ah, uh, amazing. Have you watched the Harley Quinn um, cartoon that's out right now? I have not. No. It's surprisingly good. I'll check um, it out for sure. That's um, what's her name from Big Bang Theory. The the girl I don't know her name, the main girl. Oh um, yeah I know who you're talking about. Yeah whatever. Me. Penny. I know. Her. I thought you were like Mayim Bialik. Harley, that's a little <laughs> be amazing. I knew um, who it was, but I was just like Mayim Bialik. <laughs> could you imagine if Blossom could, was that, would awesome. <laughs> that would be dope. I wouldn't even argue that. Oh man, I'd be a little confused, but I wouldn't be mad about it. <laughs> All right, so on to directing. All we right. have. Best director. Mark, <laughs> we have Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bon Joon Ho for Parasite. So here's the thing. Oh, I'm going to give you guys who I want it to be, and then I'm going to give you who I know it's who I think it's going to be. I I can do the same thing. Yeah, I want it to be Bon Joon Ho for Parasite. Same. Desperately <laughs> want it to be. Yep. Um, it will very likely be Scorsese. I think it might be Sam Mendes. I, I no, I don't. No, you think no. it's too too hip for the old people? Yeah, voting? it's not even so much that. It's the or the the. It's because of Scorsese. It's I look at the. I mean, if you look at The Departed, where last time he won for Best Director. Yeah. Um, The Departed was not the best movie of that year. It wasn't even the best Scorsese film. But that was a he'd been snubbed so many other times before that where he should have won with other material that that was the one that he got. It was it's, which is again, a, a sort of a thing that happens in Hollywood with the, mm. with the act with the Oscars. Yeah. And it's a, it's an unwritten rule that, you know, if you keep working long enough, you won't get it on the one you necessarily deserve it for, but you'll get it eventually. Yeah. I don't know how many more movies Scorsese has in him. I don't even know if he's going to do anything after this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see him win for this movie. 
because it was again it was a phenomenal it was the most scorsese movie i've ever seen scorsese do and mm-hmm. he got his big three together on screen mm-hmm. so for me that's who i i think will get it um bong joon ho absolutely deserves it for parasite though yeah um he does for sure that movie was I remember I was messaging you guys. I was like, I don't understand what this movie is. Because yeah. I was 25 minutes in. I was and confused we were both what was happening. Just wait for it. Just wait for it. It'll get there. And then it, oh, the build oh, and just the cinematography and everything was just perfect in that movie. Yeah, that's why I, I remember that. I was like, I can't tell him anything because you have to go through it yourself. Yeah. And as much as I enjoyed The Irishman, I, I think I enjoyed 1917 more. So I would sure. put my nod to Sam Mendes. Yeah. But especially the way he shot it and the Absolutely. way they did everything for that film and yeah. the there was there's a this whole I don't want to say love for World War One, but there's a reverence, like a respect uh-huh. that they yeah. did for it. They didn't they didn't sugarcoat anything that happened. They everything that was gruesome in it was because it was a gruesome war. Yeah. And everything felt right in that movie. No, that's fair. And the tension that just from that one shot, yeah. an entirely long shot. Was yeah. I, I don't think I've been on the edge of my seat that much in a film other than probably uh, Dunkirk. Yeah. I think 1917. <laughs> I've been by edge of since the last war film. Since the last big war film. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I hope I hope either Bunjung Ho for Parasite or Sam Mendes wins. That's fair. All right, so we get our last category. Oh, yeah. and it's the big one. Drum so what Best not, picture, not. the nominees are 1917, Ford v. Ferrari, <laughs> Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. Parasite, The Irishman, Little mm-hmm. Women, Jojo Rabbit, and Marriage Story. It, it's so weird to see Little Women on here and not have Greta Gerwig under Best Director. I'm just going to say that now. I thought she did a great job. Doing little woman. I, um, it's not my it's not my film of the year yeah. and it's not my best director, but no. I think she deserved the nod at least. She's very, I, I have an issue with this, and I've had an issue with this for a little while. I don't like the fact that they overload the best picture category. Yeah. Without overloading the other like every other category. No, we have to keep it at five. Best picture, eh, eight, nine, ten, whatever. We'll figure it out. It's so weird that Ford versus Ferrari's on this. That was not even close to my And top. that's what gets me about oh. it, because it's nominated for almost nothing else. Yeah. And it feels like filler in a category that really doesn't need filler. No, it really they don't doesn't have 10 pictures nominated. They have nine. So it's not like you had to fill out the category to hit 10. So mm-hmm. just don't like, don't include, like, just give me five. They had yeah. five for years. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to switch up and add more. Why? They wanted to have the comic book movies maybe show up in this. That's what, except they've never had them show up. Yeah. That's the thing. They've never had them show up. So it would, it makes sense if they had them show up, but they never have. Yeah. Exactly. So if you're not going to include them, don't stretch it to 10 or so, don't stretch yeah. it over five. Do you think any other films don't deserve to be on here? Little Women was a good movie. I don't know if it was the best movie. Um, for me in this category, you could take out uh, Ford for, versus Ferrari. Ford versus for Ferrari, sure. Little Women can go. Yeah. I think those the, the rest the deserve. Could, yeah, those are the only two that I could definitively say for sure. Like they don't need to be on there. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I don't think I liked it as much as everyone else did. It was okay. I don't know if it, I don't think it should be on here to be honest it, it's up for everything it's honestly yeah. i liked it it was a good movie it, it was a good movie for sure it wasn't as fantastical as some of the as the last few things that he's done has been 
mm-hmm. it was still fantastical and it was just more of a i think it was it got the notice it did because it was dealing with stuff that especially when it comes to the states people are well aware of yeah it was dealing right. with the manson family yeah yeah and and dealing with characters that whilst not real people were based on real people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it was based on burt reynolds and his stunt double yeah so the yeah, fact that they fair. were taking taking this and then doing his his sort of typical Tarantino history twist, <laughs> yeah. Which again, I'm a big fan of. I love that he's you know doing this, these altered histories. It, it was nice seeing people like intertwine in that that I never, yeah, you know, never thought I'd see. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of that. But yeah, it's um, it was good. It was not. It's not one. Of, it's not the best thing he's ever done. Mm-hmm. But it's it's good. I enjoy it. Yeah. Oh man, this is there are three movies here that I want to win. Uh, same. Three. Oddly enough, The um, Irishman is not one of my three. Uh, no, not for me either. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think then we have the same, maybe the same three. Um, I'm going to start with my first one, and then yeah. you can do your first one. Go, I'll, go, I'll, go with the ones that you want to win versus what you think is going to win. Yeah. I want Marriage Story, 1917, and Parasite to win. I would That's love fair. Parasite to win um, mm-hmm. and Marriage Story mm-hmm. uh, because they're both they seem like the underdogs, but they were both like yeah. incredibly beautiful films. Mm-hmm. Um, Parasite, just because of, I don't know, like it just blew me away. Like, yeah. I did not expect anything. It was so beautiful in its, I don't want to say horror. There's sort of this like drama comedy horror aspect to it. Yeah. No, there's it, a horror it, aspect it, to it. It's very, um, I know our friends said this. It's very, it's a very Korean film. And I, <laughs> there was nothing else. Like when he said, it, I was like, you are 100% right. It's the only way Korean to describe film. it. Yeah, yeah. It's the only way to describe it. And it like, after seeing the movie and then looking at the poster, I was like, that makes so much more sense. But it's one of those, it's, it's, it's everything that is great about Korean cinema. And, and just like, film in general, yeah. right? Like the acting was so good. Yeah. And, like the twists and turn and the relationships between all the people and mm-hmm. the way it was shot, the music while not like being super um, noticeable was a great, it's there, which is good because it built all of the, the emotions and the tension that yeah. you want in a film without it overtaking a scene. Yeah. It is honestly by the numbers, the best example of how to make a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 1917 for, Everything I said earlier, I think Sam Mendes' director is amazing. I thought all the actors, especially based on what they had to go through um, yeah. to film this, did an amazing job and it felt real, which is, mm-hmm. a, you know, how, how, how much more praise do you need for a film that is based on a real event? Exactly. Uh, Marriage Story, man, I don't think there's been a more truthful story about a, a truthful love story about a love that is on the outs. Yes, like, absolutely. And it, you expect sort of this relationship where they don't like each other. Well, well they do don't, they, they do, you know, there's, there is tension between the two leads, Adam it's, Driver and Scarlett, but you can tell that they still love each other. So it's still yeah. a love story, but it's the end of their love. It's story. it's the one of the first times, at least in my memory, that I can remember watching a film about a relationship falling apart that isn't played for comic relief. Yeah, like it's not treated like uh, like it's a it's a comedy. It's not a comedy at all. No. It's a, it is a serious drama. Uh, oh. Whereas that topic usually it's used for it's used for rom coms, like you know, like mm-hmm. forgetting Sarah Marshall, where it's like we broke it, like they break up and then they recover. 
this is just watching a relationship of years um, slowly fall apart. And it falls apart in a way that happens naturally. It's not, there's no weird forces causing it to happen or mishaps. It's, and again, it doesn't end tragically. It ends on the note that it would end on in reality. It is the realest movie I've seen dealing with that subject matter. 100%. The, as a parent, it, it really, you know, hit a lot of notes just because of seeing what their son goes through and how Adam Driver dealt with um, his not being around his son. And oh man, such Mm -hmm. a good, good film. Um, What did you think? What did you, what are your, your three picks? Again, for me, I would love to see marriage story win. I've been going on about this movie for quite a while now. Mm -hmm. If you go back into our archives for the last six months, you'll hear me talking about this a lot. At least the last, the last couple months. Yeah. Not six, maybe three months. (laughs) Getting a little hyperbolic. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see marriage story win. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's, this is, and again, it's also, I believe this is one of the first Netflix exclusives that's ever been nominated for best picture. I think so. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm a big fan of the, the fact that it's there makes me happy. Yeah. So it means that they're acknowledging other platforms other than just cinematic. Although which, they had, it did have a slight run in theaters just so yeah. they could get nominated. You know, and same well, with so Irishman. They, same with the Irishman, same with the two yeah. popes. Like they've, yeah. And that's, and that's fine. Like they, that means that you can do an art, like an art house release for certain movies and release them on the streaming platforms and they still count that. I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see marriage story. I'd love to see Jojo rabbit. You know, I'm a Mark for Taika. Uh, he was so it's That's a good film too. Like the only, yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Like it's, it's a great combination of like serious material and, and slapsticky ridiculous. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, realistically, the one that's going to win, I think is going to be Joker. Yeah. Um, and again, again, you know, it's, I'm it was a good film. I'm conflicted my Joker. on that. Yeah. I'm conflicted on that movie. Cause yeah. again, it's, it is bringing as much as we don't like to acknowledge it. It's bringing the comic book movies to the forefront. Yeah. It just wasn't a comic book movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. You know what I mean? Like it's the, when you have, you have your, you know, infinity wars and end games and all those Marvel properties that are doing phenomenal work. Mm-hmm. And Joker was great. Do not get me wrong, but it was never presented as a comic book movie. It was just a movie based on a comic book. Yeah. Kind of, sort of, kind of, kind of, sort of, almost in a way. Yeah. I don't know. Which just, you know, that's just what bugs me on a personal level. And I'll, I'll haul off my soapbox in a hot second. I promise. (laughs) I have an issue with the fact that Hollywood refuses to acknowledge the quality of these films of, of comic book films. You have phenomenal, you have people taking, literal and figurative two-dimensional characters and breathing life into them. Mm-hmm. And certain people have been doing it for the better part of a decade. Robert Downey Jr., Chris yeah. Evans. Like, they've been doing it for 10 years. Mm-hmm. The performances, like, the performances universally are praised. The movies are praised as phenomenal movies. Yep. They are nowhere on any nomination lists aside from effects. Yeah. Like, come on. Come on. Like, his Tony Stark, like, Give him a yeah. nod in, in the acting because he did an amazing job. That's what job I mean. I mean, like, Joaquin Phoenix was great as Arthur Fleck. Sure. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the Joker at all. Yeah. And you're going to tell me that his performance was better than Robert Downey Jr.'s? Come on now. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah. Like, come They're on. They're not going to give him a nod because he's in a silly comic book film. Well, and he's retired from the role now, so they can't. Yeah. But that's well, just, that's, that's my rant. My rant over on that <laughs> is the... It bothers me that, you know, Hollywood's more than happy to, you know, push the movies and make millions and billions and trillions of dollars on them. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, come on. They're just silly comic book movies, right? 
Come on now. Yeah. I mean, there's there's something to say that it, it connects with so many people. Exactly. It might not be the mm. the Academy people, but you know that they've all seen it. Dude. Oh, given the sheer numbers they had to have at some point in time. Exactly. And I'm sorry, but if you're going to have like, if you're going to have a movie like Avatar up there, what's the difference between that and Endgame? <sighs> that stupid movie. <laughs> yeah. But that, anyways, that's my rant. I just had to, I had to go on record as saying that. Yeah. Agreed. But there's what our list. list. There's our list, friends. Yeah. You don't think Parasite might win? Is it too uh, far? I, it I, think this, Parasite, I think Parasite is going to win best foreign film. Yeah. Absolutely going to win that. Yeah. Um, but again, that's, that's one of those rarities where when you have a movie that's nominated for best foreign film and best picture, it will not win both. Yeah. That's, it's very that's, rare that that ever happens. It's, I don't I, think it's ever happened, has it? Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. Oh, man. But um, No, it didn't. It almost did. Uh, with uh, the, tri- uh, the triplets of, Bill, of Belleville was, I think, the last time that something like that happened. That was, an was under was that under best picture? It was under best animated and best foreign. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's but it was that was the one where everyone that was the year where people thought that it might actually cross over because it was such a great movie and everyone was, loved it. That was a good one. And the Academy's like, yeah, but it's animated, so it can't be best picture. Ah, uh, uh, old Hollywood and your hang-ups about certain things. Dude, it wasn't that old. It was the early thousands. My, my, I meant old Hollywood as in the old directors and all yeah. the old uh, <laughs> the older that the people. Early, that was the early thousands. It wasn't. And then I realized, I'm like, oh, wait, it was actually that long ago. Cool. I'm also just talking about the old people voting. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, what did you guys think of our picks? I think I think we did some some good work here. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we'll see what we do with our next episode. We'll probably be live reacting to the Oscars yeah. as we're recording. Even though the episode will come out significantly after the Oscars. Yeah. Well, not really. It'll be, yeah, a couple days. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. We'll see think, what happens. Uh, we'll, th- we'll think of the episode following this as like the part two. Or, or even if we do a quick, why did this people win right after? We'll yeah. see how tired we are tonight yeah. uh, after recording. But we're, um, yeah. Recording at one in the morning just being like, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, with Joker won everything. Skiddly doo. Uh, well, what did you think of our choices? Once you send us an email, send us a note on social media. We're on everywhere. It's Thanks true. Thanks for coming on for this mini no episode and for hosting because I, uh, tired. I'm tired from partying tired. last night. <laughs> All yeah. right. I was so, at work. He was out partying. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was out partying feeling old. So with your, with your kids. So it's a with, party. with my kids and my, and my goddaughter who's turned 18. Oh Lord. Um, <laughs> so I'll see you later, Matt. I'll see you later yes, tonight. Sir. And we'll thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch the Oscars, see how we did and let us know. And yeah. you know what? Have a good one. Goodbye. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on geeks with kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.